0: Arizona Sports, Wolf and Luke. This is Behind Enemy Lines. Gathering intel on this week's Cardinals opponent from inside enemy base camp. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Your retirement is on the clock. Execute your game plan today by visiting canvasannuity.com. Hour number two of the show, live from the Auction Community Studio. It's Wolf and Luke. Howard Balzer in for Wolf today, and we've talked about the Cardinal side of things. Let's get the Atlanta Falcons' perspective on Sunday's game with their radio color analyst, Dave Archer, who joins us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, thanks for the time. How are you doing today?
1: Happy New Year, fellas! Uh, excited about the game this weekend
0: um okay i mean atlanta let's let's just start here the falcons still have something to play for the cardinals do not um if you're the falcons just kind of give us a sense of of what the feeling is around this team with two weeks to go in the nfc south that's just been wide open all year
1: well it's it's been a yeah the the numbers would would not tell you really the story the falcons have been in a ton of really close games against everybody they've played uh they're one of the four teams that's beaten the 49ers. I mean, they've had some good moments. They've had some moments where you let it slip through their fingers, and, and really over the last four weeks have been in a position, or five weeks been in a position to win every game they've played. It's come down to the end, and it's been a turnover or a misstep here or there. It's a young team that uh, now has gotten even younger with Desmond Ritter, at quarterback, the rookie out of Cincinnati, uh, who's gotten better each and each of his first two starts, two very difficult on-the-road starts, one at New Orleans, and then, of course, last weekend in a frigid Baltimore stadium uh, against a really good Baltimore team that's trying to get themselves into the playoffs. So uh, two good tests for him. He's gotten better each and every week, and he's got a bunch of young dudes around him. Um, he's got a young running back in Tyler Algier. who looks like the real deal. Drake London, the outstanding wide receiver they drafted, number one out of USC. And then they've got three guys that are fresh that are rookies. I say freshmen, rookies playing on the defensive side. So there's a lot of optimism about this team moving forward. Obviously the season from a postseason season standpoint's over for Atlanta, but a lot of optimism and trying to gain some momentum into the offseason.
2: Dave, hey, you mentioned those young younger guys on offense. How 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 have they managed to? I don't know if "overcomes" the right word, but at least certainly a big loss was when Kyle Pitts uh, went out. And how much of a difference do you think that perhaps, especially in these closer games, that uh, he might have been able to make?
1: Yeah, it's it's a good point, and I don't know if they did overcome it, but they uh, they certainly have had to deal with it, right? And I think Drake London's emergence—he's got 14 receptions in the last two games. He's got a. Uh, He's got a real uh, chemistry with Desmond Ritter. That's been fun to watch. I think the continued growth of the run game. um, We knew that Cordero Patterson returning uh, after he got a new deal signed of the Falcons. Cordero's come back, and he's run the ball well. But it's been the emergence of Tyler Algier, the rookie from BYU, uh, who's just a monster running the football. He's got a lot more juice to the perimeter than you think he does. uh, And he runs by people and then his receiving his ability to – to catch the ball in the backfield has been fun to watch. So, these guys, those guys are kind of surfaced to try to help them out. Uh, their offensive line is, is a good run-blocking offensive line, not necessarily a great pass-blocking offensive line, albeit they've been a little bit better in the last couple of weeks, whether they've stepped up because Desmond Ritter's back there. They know they need to help the rookie out a little bit or what, but they've, they've played well. So, that's kind of how they've overcome or tried to overcome – the Kyle Pitts injury, but you make a great point. He's He affects the game everywhere, whether it's on third down, down in the red zone, uh, just a you know, he's a six-foot-six target with a seven-foot wingspan. It's really not, not feasible to replace a guy like that.
0: Talking to Dave Archer, the Atlanta Falcons radio color analyst. Uh, Dave, on the other side of the football, and it seems like it'll be Colt McCoy, at least that was the thought going into today, a quarterback for the Cardinals, and I, I'm still assuming that's who it'll be. Um, what has Atlanta been good at defensively this year everybody outside of Atlanta when they hear Grady Jarrett's name they just immediately think of him getting the weird roughing the passer call on Tom Brady back when they played uh, Tampa the first time but he's had a pretty good year other than that
1: yeah weird is a very gentle way of explaining that one that's a very nice play on your part that was a horrendous call by the way but uh um, yeah, Grady Jarrett is the name brand guy on that side of the ball. Atlanta's it's a young defense as well. Uh, their leader on the defensive side of the ball is probably Rashawn Evans, who's a 26-year-old linebacker who originally was drafted in the first round by Tennessee uh, for whatever reason, didn't extend his career there. He's come here and been outstanding in the middle linebacker spot. Uh, he's their leading tackler. Got a couple of young guys also alongside him, one being Troy Anderson, a guy they drafted out of Montana State. Uh, this season in the second round, Troy's a guy that blew up the combine at six foot three, 240 pounds, 244 pounds ran four, four at the combine. And he's grown into the job. He's had to kind of learn to play at this level. It's a different, obviously a much different level than playing FCS ball at, at Montana state, but he's come on and he's played a lot. The last couple of weeks, you'll see a ton of Troy Anderson. They've got two young edge rushers in D'Angelo Malone who played at Western Kentucky was prolific at Western Kentucky. But again, this game's a little bit bigger in the NFL, so he's growing into that. Arnold and McKee, their outside rusher out of Penn State, has been good. Has uh, dealt with a few injuries. He's back and seems to be as healthy as he's been. Uh, young corner and AJ Terrell, they drafted two years ago out of out of Clemson's a good player. They don't really have a good player opposite him. I'll be quite honest about that. And they've got two young safeties that are that are kind of coming along. Uh, it's too bad they can't watch Booter Baker play this weekend. That would be a great example as the who to mirror if you're going to be a safety in the National Football League. Tremendous respect for Buda Baker and what he brings to the table for the Cardinals. So it's a young defense. The thing they've done well is they've played good in the red zone. They've, they've been, been, been. They've given up a lot of yards in the run game, which is not necessarily something Dean Pease, their defensive coordinator, would prescribe to. But they have been pretty good in the red zone. I think going into last weekend, they're around 10th in the league on in red zone defense. So that's, that's kept games close and kept teams 21 points or under, which has allowed them to stay in a lot of games.
2: And Dave, uh, Luke referenced Colt McCoy, and he was talking about the Falcons' defense uh, when he spoke to the media the other day. And one of the things he taught, he mentioned Dean Peace and the job he does, and he, he also mentioned how the defense has been able to limit teams, especially in the last several weeks, to the number of plays on offense, that there just hasn't been that many plays. So just, just overall, what do you, what do you just credit to that? Just good team defense. Cause you mentioned, you mentioned a lot of guys that probably Cardinal fans are saying, Oh, who's that guy? Who's that guy with, with the exception of Grady Jarrett.
1: Yeah, I think that certainly the defense deserves some credit for what Colts talking about there, but I would look towards the offensive side of the football. Atlanta has been able to possess the ball with their ground attack. That'll be something the Cardinals I'm sure have worked on in trying to find, make sure their gap sound Against Atlanta's running game, Atlanta I think third in the NFL in rushing the football. Uh, I think in in uh, eleven of their fourteen, eleven of their fifteen games this year, they've run for almost 150, 145 yards a game, one hundred fifty yards a game. That eats clock, as you guys know, and minimizes possessions. So I think that uh, that's part of uh, what's helped the defense. Um, but it's a group that's scrappy, and they'll play and they'll play hard. They've got some guys that are probably backup players that are playing because of injury at the corner spot um, and some guys in the interior defensive line but uh, they're scrappy they'll play hard
0: Dave we appreciate the time we look forward to the game on Sunday thank you man
1: hey great to visit with you guys you guys got a good man there and Sean Thompson tell him I said hello I'm a big fan
0: we will uh, okay we'll have to remember to do that he's not he took today off but we'll
1: tell him <laughs> thanks Dave. <laughs> All
0: right, see you guys. Thanks a lot. That's uh, Dave Archer, the Atlanta Falcons radio color analyst, joining us ahead of the Cardinals-Falcons matchup.